0: I love putting my cookie in my mouth. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Poppers and Packers with Artemis Gray and Desiree Prince. I'm eating a cookie cake right now. (laughs) Do you hate me yet? The pod where we talk about everything and nothing. Today's topic is feelings, emotions, kind of something. The um, Basically, we're talking about things related to love that aren't really love because I don't know if I've ever experienced love and Ezra's looking to fuck. I'm looking for some fun. <laughs> um, so, I'm looking to settle down in your pants!
0: Sorry. So, for those of you that aren't aware... For these uh, episodes that are just us two, we've gotten into the habit of writing down topics, putting them in a cup and drawing them out, and then hating what we draw, and then making the other one choose what, we, what yep. we're what we going to talk about, and so this one, it is emotions, but like love, i.e., what'd you put specifically, crush, attraction, lust, relation, <laughs> question mark.
1: I supposed to say relationships, but I ran out of desire to finish writing if you consider
0: that english then okay um but we're gonna be talking about this and i'm actually kind of excited because both artemis and i i have a lot to say um both artemis and i are single and artemis has a lot to say on it and this is just one of my favorite topics because i'm gonna blame my scorpioness um that's what i'm blaming Uh, Oh, damn. So hot. Why are you looking at that right now?
1: So it was a notification. I may may not have post notifications for that person on.
0: Artemis is showing me porn, everyone.
1: It's not porn. It's a
0: butt. It's a naked butt. It's porn.
1: It's not even naked. Yes, it was. He had underwear there,
0: on. There was a picture there with nothing on the no, ass cheeks. He had underwear it was a very on. fine ass. He
1: had underwear on. Flapping in the wind. He, flapping? I don't look at flappy butts.
0: <laughs> All butts are beautiful. You remember
1: that game, Flappy Butt? Yeah. Just kidding. It's Flappy Bird. I thought it was Flappy Butt. Nope. I
0: played with some flappy butts. Okay. <laughs> you lost
1: your teeth on your forehead too.
0: <laughs> I have absolutely no like physical like preferences. Like, yeah, I have preferences as far as like who I'm attracted to, but like whenever it comes down to it, whether it's sex or relationships, like I really don't have one that is a make a break for me.
1: I have recently discovered that I have a type.
0: Yeah curly haired twinks. <laughs>
1: in that type, yes, I find them very attractive. Yes, most curly-headed twinks, I'd probably do things that are not PG, okay?
0: You definitely would not do things PG.
1: However, there are also, I'm attracted to a lot of different people. I just am pretty much immediately attracted to twinks. So, like, for me, I would say that it's, like, less of well it's less of a type thing and more of like i can find a lot of there can be a room full of people that all look different and i could find them all attractive same however i definitely know who's not attractive okay i'm almost immediately unattracted to someone before i could detect being immediately attracted I'd
0: say I can.
1: But it's the that's opposite I'm for me. Mean.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it's the opposite for me. Um, like, physically.
1: But I'm also not like sh- uh, shallow. Yeah. You know, like I'm not like, well, you're not attractive to me because you're fat, or you're not attractive to me because you're ugly. It's more of like, it just didn't click with me. So, like, the personality, or. I don't know. I don't know guys okay I just know what I'm not attracted to and that is also pretty various forms of people oh my god I did it again (laughs) I know
0: what I'm attracted to and I know what I'm really 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 attracted to like if so like for um, men so like male presenting individuals um, who identify as male
1: now that we're men we We change our underwear (laughs) now that we're men
0: like, I have like my absolute weakness is barrel chested, uh, tan men with dark hair. Um, I l- the hairier, the better for me. I love a really hairy chest and just taking my face and going <laughs> in it. I don't know why, I just love that. I don't care how tall they are. You ever licked
1: a hairy butt?
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Made sure that shit was clean before I did it, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean for it to come out of my mouth,
0: but it did. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, it's weird, but it's no—it's no different from.
1: You like licking a pillow pad? Uh,
0: well, it's no different than eating uh, out vagina. Yeah, because I'm really well versed in that. I mean, it's no different than that for someone that like hasn't shaved. <laughs> Artemis is just like, "Okay, I'll take your word for it." <laughs> Artemis is gay if you all didn't know.
1: She's gay.
0: <laughs> but I I mean for me there's like really no, oh, no difference. no, here. no, no, no,
1: no. What? I have it in my nose. I have it in my nose. I have it in my nose. What? Hand sanitizer. <laughs> I was squeezing.
0: You put hand sanitizer in your nose. I was trying
1: to sniff <laughs> it <laughs> Why? I wanted to smell it. You wanted to smell hand sanitizer? Yeah, it's from Bad and Body Works. <laughs> <It> smells nice. <laughs> Sorry everyone. So
0: I think for me the best like the best thing for me and the thing that I get the most thrill off of is whenever you're attracted to someone but like nothing has happened mm-hmm. and like you haven't said that you're attracted to them and they haven't said anything to you but like you can both kind of feel that like you're attracted and like it's there and like they're like subtle subtle flir-
1: flirtation but not a whole lot i That's get such a thrill off that. To do something that i think is so sexy huh so that unspoken, like, we're very attracted to each other, but neither of you say anything, and then, like, you have a alone time together, and then you have that moment where you just kind of look at each other, and then just start going after it. Yeah, that's pretty hot. <laughs> are you sweating? <laughs> Got myself thinking a little too hard. So how do you, like, what are, like, your tiers of attraction? Like, are you somebody who's, like, you're attracted to them and then you can like ignore it or like do you think there is a difference between having a crush on somebody and having feelings for them like how do you gauge that and at what point do you think that it's when you should talk to somebody about it
0: so that's a very interesting and complex question um so to answer your question there's a few things there so
1: i'm not a fan of the word crush actually i feel like it's a little bit immature but i don't really know
0: I mean I would say that's accurate. But so the way that I am, I am the type where I can look at someone and think, "Oh my god, you are hot, sexy, gorgeous, beautiful," put in any sort of physical compliment there. See that and not have a crush on them. For me, the crush forms with the personality and through the conversations. And then from there, and after like I figured out just like if they're actually like a cool person or an asshole, um, that is where it starts diving into the, I have a crush on you, and I'm okay with just fucking you and moving on, or...
1: Spoiler alert, guys, they are usually an asshole.
0: Or, um, going from a crush to, wow, I think that you're actually cool, and yeah, I want to fuck you, but if something happens more than that, I'm alright with that.
1: I want to fuck you, but I also want to continue thinking about your... Ex- Existent, pretty much.
0: I'm also the type of person where sex is not sentimental,
1: yeah. I feel that, so I I can to me, it depends, it depends on how uh mentally healthy I am, I guess. But I'm for me,
0: like, I can have like I could have sex with an individual and there not be feelings, I not have feelings for them, um, and I think that is what makes. Anytime that I've had a relationship, and there have been those times where we have sex and there's a whole lot of feeling involved, and there's a whole lot of like more of the passion involved, and it goes from being sex to like you know, making love for lack of a better term. I think it makes it those.
1: I think
0: that. By me not putting a lot of sentimentality or feelings with sex is what makes those times so much more special than someone who does put a lot of feelings into it. Yeah. And I'm also the type where I could have a crush on someone and then begin to get infatuated with them and stay infatuated for years.
1: So how do you separate infatuation from feelings?
0: Um, For me, it's definitely in the in the trust building, and a lot of that. Because so for Cause those I, of you that don't know, I'm divorced. Um, I was married for three years.
1: <laughs> Cause I get infatuated with people really easily. Yeah, like I can start off being like, "Ooh, that person's hot," and then once I like start talking to them and realize that like they'll carry a conversation with me, my brain starts to be like, "See." You have a shot at getting in that hole.
0: Sorry, Mom. (laughs) For me, I I can be infatuated with someone for a very long time, and it never cross over into feelings. But then the moment that it does cross over into feelings, that is because any time that I have begun to actually get feelings for someone, it has been after sex. It's been like we've had sex. It's been after a few dates. It's been after that point of, wow, you're a really cool person and you get where I'm coming from, we've had a few like deep discussions, that is the point where I start gaining those feelings. Um, but I think because I am so transparent naturally with everyone, I have to have a lot of those like really deep, dark, secret like conversations, um, those really intimate moments. I have to have quite a few of those before the feelings actually start turning from infatuation into... I think I'm falling in love with this person
1: so uh, something about me that I I, it's definitely toxic Mm -hmm. um, is I have a really bad habit of mistaking my infatuation for feelings so then I'll, I'll tell someone like hey I think I have feelings for you and almost immediately after I admit to them that my brain kind of thinks back and then I have to have the even more awkward conversation of I realized I was just physically attracted to you I don't actually hold any emotional connection to you.
0: I am going to pin that on you not going through as many
1: relationships. As many?
0: So, for me... I've never been in any. Oh, exactly. But I think Well, I guess (laughs) that... For me, I have... So, I was married for three years. um, And besides him, I've had... I'd say I've had like six actual relationships and by relationships, I mean, I am dating this person. We intend to be together. We are working to be together. Um, In one way or another, it just doesn't happen. Uh, And I think that because I've been in those, that's why I am able to separate feelings from infatuation and be able to know whenever the infatuation stops and it starts being like something for, for lack of a better term, I'm not just crazy over you. It's because like so many parts of you seem so good and it seems so able to click. It's turned from that to I see where the issues are. I see where we don't click. I see where we would need to have problems. But despite that, I'm willing to work at this and mm-hmm. let us navigate that. So for me, that's where it turns from infatuations to feelings. But I'm also the type that I I truly believe that everyone is capable of loving anyone, right? Like falling in love with anyone. Um, I think that everyone is capable of doing that, just because we're all human.
1: I also think that everyone is capable of falling in love with multiple people at one time. People just want to admit it to themselves because we live in a society where that tells them it's wrong, because we have these weird European notions of what marriage and happiness is. Preach
0: it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whee! Yeah? Is that how you feel? <laughs> 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 just
0: <laughs> <laughs> Artemis just <laughs> fell out of their chair, and she almost... Hit, hit the countertop. <laughs> you almost broke my glass desk too. This is what I get. I think that cookie cake gave you too much energy.
1: Was <laughs> it the cookie or the cake? That was so stupid. <laughs> Why did I do that? God, I spun myself right the fuck out of there. <coughs> I need a safety harness.
0: Something I want to discuss, um, so on infatuation and feelings, are you able to have that towards someone and not do anything
1: about it? Yes. All the time, actually. My favorite thing ever is being infatuated with people and then telling them, oh, I just want to be your friend. Why? because Because I know, that I know right off the bat with certain people that when I tell them how I feel about them, it will go away. Sometimes I think it's just the... I like the idea of that person more than I actually like that person. Would you care to explain? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's going to make me sound mean. I would, I, I'm i curious though. Like, what do you mean? You like the idea of the person, but you don't like the person. So, an example. Okay. This person, I had a really great idea of what it would be like to be with that person, but upon Further exploring that person, I realized how little I actually had the desire to be with them.
0: So would you say that you more fantasized what life would be like?
1: I like the idea. I like the fantasy a lot more than I actually like the person.
0: Gotcha. So it's like they have qualities that you really like and then you just feed off those.
1: I picked off very specific things that I was like, oh my gosh. I see. But then... Realize that it's just not the vibe. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's toxic. But speaking of, you talked about my lack of relationships. A lot of that stems from my lack of desire to have relationships. Mm -hmm. It's really hard for me to want to invest in people. And I don't know if that's healthy. I... And the opposite, because I love investing in people. Well, like, but... the day that I sit down and tell you, like, hey, I I have feelings for you. Like, you have to know that you are a special breed of human being, because it does not happen for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't care about people in that. Well, let me rephrase that. I care about a lot of people. Most of you that I have encountered are really great, and I love you, and I want you to have long, happy, successful lives I don't emotionally connect with people. Okay. That's a better way to put it. Friendships, platonically, I love people. I love people so much, but romantically, I just, I don't connect. And I don't know where that comes from, but it just doesn't happen for me. So if I I ever tell someone how much I care about them, they better appreciate it. Usually they don't. Something that I'm really bad at is flirting. Mm. I have been accused of flirting. Of, I guess I have a very flirtatious personality. I don't know if that's true because I don't talk to myself. So a lot of people when they meet me automatically go to, Oh, Artemis is flirty. But it's not like that's just me. I would talk to a tree that way. So I always get mistaken for being flirtatious, and I'm really not, because when I'm being flirtatious, I'm a little more direct.
0: Yeah, uh, for me, I'm, I used to be a really big flirt, and now I'm only a flirt to people that, like, I'm actually friends with, and people that, like, nothing would ever happen romantically or sexually, um... Like, I'm, I really only flirt with people that are in that boat. Although, if you get liquor in me, and the moment I start with drinking... Liquor?
1: I barely know her.
0: <clears throat> if you get any ounce of alcohol in me, it is immediate. And not not like immediate, immediate, but as soon as like it actually hits me and I start feeling it, I will start to flirt with everyone. And the moment I go from tipsy to drunk... In my mind, everyone in the room is single and ready to fuck. <laughs> and that's a problem. That's why I try that's not to.
1: That's why I drink alone. Yeah, I, I
0: do. I mean, I drink alone a lot, but that's also like there was um, Friday, like Friday night, I got the most, like I got wasted in a club. And it was the first time I got wasted in a club since. February like there have been a lot of times that like I've gotten like I try not to get wasted in clubs a whole lot like I'll drink and I'll get like tipsy but um I don't get wasted in clubs a lot because I know that I am like that whenever I'm drunk and so now it's been to the point where anytime I do get that wasted typically it is just whenever I'm alone and by myself
1: can't relate because whenever I drink, I just get louder.
0: You get goofy when you drink.
1: Hey, just be lucky that every time I drink around you, I have managed to stay away from the point where my pants come off. <laughs> I have this really bad habit of losing my pants when I drink. I don't get naked because I want to do sexy things. I don't ever lose my shirt. I just take my pants off. I think it's because I start to get a little too comfortable. Just a little? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, here's one. Does somebody's sign influence whether or not you're attracted to them?
0: Absolutely not. Um,
1: I think that the Zodiacs and everything, I think it's
0: cool. But I, in no way, shape, or form do I m- have that be a deciding factor if I'm going to go after someone or not, or if I'm attracted to someone or not. Um, the way that I view Zodiacs and everything is I if, like, I find out someone someone's sign and I'm interested in doing stuff, Um, usually I'll just like do like a quick search of just like, what What is this sign sign like? And then uh, just out of curiosity, just like with how much I know of them and what like whatever sign that is, just kind of just compare and contrast and see if it's like anything similar. And then I usually just move on and totally forget that I even did that. But in no way, shape or form does anyone's sign ever influence me.
1: I will say I agree unless they're a (laughs) Taurus. Or maybe a Sagittarius. I don't know if I know a lot of Sagittarius Sagittarii. Anyway. Horse people. Um I don't know if I know a lot of them. I know my dad's one. My father, not like
0: But I'd say that for the most part I know I know a
1: lot of Virgos, Leos, and Aries. I vibe a lot with Scorpios. Like, I just, I get along with them very well. So it's easy for me to, like, be like, yeah, I could be around them more than once. Okay. And then I have this biggest soft spot for cancers. I don't care. I could be like, already, I want to have sex with you. And the second you're like, I am a cancer. I'm like, well, fuck. Now I want to sit in a beanbag chair with you <laughs> while yeah. also licking your butt. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Not really. You know, it. you raised a dirty little trollop. Is your mom a cancer? No, she's a Virgo. That's why we don't get along. I'm just kidding. My mom <laughs> and I get along really well, and um, I actually don't really butt heads with Virgos often. <laughs> I don't know anything like I said, Like I think with... it's because I have a little bit of this chaotic presence. So a lot of Virgos, I bring up that maternal instinct in them, <laughs> and they're just like. Do you need a snack or therapy?
0: <laughs> oh, for me, Cancers, Geminis, and...
1: Geminis are fun. Aries. I like to party with Geminis.
0: Geminis, Aries, and Cancers are the three signs that I tend to um, have the most friendships with. And I- as far as exes go, for whatever reason... Uh, most of them are Taurus and, uh, Taurus and uh, Pisces. Although, my ex-husband is a Capricorn, and fuck that bitch.
1: Capricorns, I have a weird relationship with Capricorns, too. I
0: mean, with Capricorns, there's, like... I don't have any issues with um, Capricorns. It's just my ex-husband was, like, all the bad qualities that you read about with caps. Um, but I've, like, with Capricorns, I don't really have... Any issues with them? Um, one of... There is a Capricorn I know that I would absolutely do anything for. Like, he could totally take a shit and then bend over and ask me to look it, and I would. Probably not. But you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Says the one who's never looked a hairy asshole. If I wanted to eat a Brillo pad, I'd go get one from Walmart. <laughs> I have a toothbrush to brush my tongue. <laughs> hey, baby, you want to chew on a seal wool? No, I'm good. I flossed this morning. <laughs> that was gross. Sorry, that
0: guys. Was... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so, like, I do know, like, one Capricorn who, and, like, if he, if he shouldn't ask me to lick his asshole, obviously I would not. I just feel like I need to say that now. <laughs> um, obviously, I would not, but the gist is he could ask me to do anything and I would.
1: Great idea. Um, can you wipe first?
0: <laughs> can you wipe, go take a shower, maybe douche, like. Douche yeah. de
1: Um how do you deal with rejection? I'm like, okay, and then move on. I get really mad. <laughs> oh, I don't.
0: I don't, but that's, I think that just stems from the fact that I'm attracted to so many people
1: yeah my problem is i'm also attracted to so many people i just expect them all to be attracted to me and that's because uh because i think i'm hot but i also hate myself so truly i would like the validation Mm -hmm. of them being attracted to me but i also think it's completely impractical for them to not be attracted to me do you realize
0: how Self-centered, you just sounded. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's why I kind of didn't
1: want to say it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Cat's out of the bag, everyone. Artemis Gray's a bad person.
0: You know what one of my favorite things is? Whenever you pass a stranger on the street and you both lock eyes and you both have that mutual, like, look of, like, you are fucking fine. You know what
1: my favorite thing is? You pass a stranger on the street and they're wearing gym shorts and no underwear. And you lock eyes with that one-eyed monster.
0: You know, I was in a Cracker Barrel the other day, and as we were, I I was in a Cracker Barrel the other day, and we were walking out. And um, as we were walking out, there was this goth chick that turned the corner, and there, like, her family was sitting down. Both of us like looked at each other, and I just didn't even think about it, but I just kind of like cracked a smile at her, and she like immediately blushed and like looked down. I was just like, I hope I find you again. (laughs) I don't know who you are, goth girl, but I find you very attractive. Anyway, I love shit like that. Like, whenever you just pass a stranger on the street and you look at each other and it's just like, Mm.
1: you're cute. Do you ever try to give strangers, like, the sexy eyes to see what their response is going to be and then they completely, either A, completely ignore you or they think there's something wrong with you? No. Oh. I don't because, (laughs) like, if I,
0: so, like, if I pass a stranger on the street or whatever and, like, I am, like, genuinely look at them and think, like, you are a very attractive individual. I don't really like do the sexy eyes that much, like I don't, I don't think I'm good at it, but it, there is like an automatic response where if I do ever- like
1: the- No, the... that's creepy. You don't do it in a creepy way, you do it in a way of like- Artemis is posing everyone. I see you, you see me. No, mm. no. <laughs> you never just walk past them like, fully splayed open, ready to go.
0: No, I don't, because the way that I am, like, if I'm, if, so, if I'm ever at a bar and there's someone attracted, attractive that's sitting next to me, and it seems like their body language is saying that they're attracted to me, too.
1: You turn on Christina
0: Aguilera and do an entire lap dance. No, I have a fucking conversation with them. (laughs) I have a conversation with them, we talk, and then it's just either like, okay, no, you're not cool, or hey, yeah, you're pretty cool, and i actually, two of my exes were in that situation of how we met. Can we talk about online dating? Because I really fucking hate it. Oh, uh, my God. Like, going to the bar and meeting someone like that, that is, like, a, a preference to me. Like, just meeting someone in person first.
1: Organically.
0: Yeah. Like, that is that is the way that I would prefer to meet anyone that I might have a, a relationship with. You ever with. had an organic? I don't even know what you mean.
1: (laughs) It was a euphemism for orgasm. I thought it was funny. Sorry. Oh. But I absolutely hate online dating.
0: And there are so many assholes on there.
1: There's a lot of weirdos, too.
0: Yeah, but I have, like, since coming out, like, I've had way more, like, bad experiences. Like, on Tinder, there was a bitch that messaged me, like, we had matched, and then she messaged me, and she said, I think it's real cute that you think you're a man. And at that, that was a point where I was just like, uh, match and report, delete Tinder, go cry for two days. <laughs> Fucked up. That is, but that's, I mean, and not every Tinder interaction has been like that, but um, like, that was one experience of online dating. Then there was another one where I was on Grinder and the person... Like, didn't have a profile picture or anything, and the only thing that he sent me was just like, hey, I want to play with you. You should come over to my house. And I said, no, that's creepy. And then I
1: blocked. Grinder is where I have met the most shallow people in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, you have a little bit extra weight, and you don't look like every movie actor I've ever seen. So, um you're not worth my time. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just got really mad actually out of nowhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> you brought up hell. Well the with online dating
0: I really hate how you can lie in your pictures because there was a one I was on Plenty of Fish. This was a few years ago. Plenty I was of on fish. Yeah.
1: Ain't that for like Jesus people. I don't know, but this oh, was no, a few sorry, years ago. sorry, that's Christian Mingle.
0: Um, but I was on Plenty of Fish, and this dude didn't mention anything about having kids in his profile, and we had talked for a little bit, um, and on his profile picture, he was pretty fit, and he looked like in his mid-20s. Well, I met up with him. Uh, he turned out to be about 35 and about... 200 pounds heavier with a five-year-old that he gave a liter of Mountain Dew to every single day, and we were going to meet up um, and go watch a movie. and He was going to come pick me up, and he came pick me up. and Whenever he said he was here, I got out there. His kid was in the back seat, and he said, "Hey, we had a change of plans. We're going to Steak and Shake," and said, "I was just like, mm, no, I'm good." Goodbye. I'm going to stay inside and, you know, go get drunk and high and eat pizza by myself. I, I hate online
1: dating. Yeah, I have gotten very minimal use out of the dating apps that I have. Um, it's probably because of shitty reasons, but it is what it is. I also just think because of the stance that I take on relationships, though, it's probably not going to be easy for me to find one as fast and graciously as people make it out to seem. I also have a really bad habit of very just conveniently every person that I start to like, be attracted to or have like any kind of feelings for will magically get in a relationship like right around that same time. So it's so awkward every time because I'll be like flirting, they'll be flirting back, everything will be great. And then they're like, by the way, um, I'm talking to someone now. And it's like, ah, ew. I really
0: hate uh, whenever you are clicking with someone and you say that like you want to go out and do stuff and then it comes up um, and I'm always the one that brings it up because I've had really bad experiences with people lying about this. Um, where I ask, hey, you know, I think that it should be discussed before we go further with this. I'm poly. So if we do anything, like, don't expect to be the only one that I'm in a relationship with or having sexual relations with. Um, yeah. Because I'm poly, I want an open relationship the full effect i don't care if to me like if i'm in a relationship with someone they can go do anything with anyone um you know just get tested on a regular basis and i'll do the same so like that's how open i am and um uh, i remember i asked i asked and told someone that once and we were going to go on a date and then they said never mind i decided i don't want to go on a date because i don't date cheaters is what they told me
1: oh good god yeah there's that one-track mind.
0: Yeah, and it's I don't know. Polly, I think is one of those things that is slowly. Whoa, shit! That is slowly um, being more accepted.
1: Yeah, becoming a normal. Yeah, normalized thing. Okay, so the last thing that I want to touch on mm-hmm. is where do you stand now? What do you mean? Like, what is your relationship status and what is your goal for the time being?
0: I'm about to sound super selfish and I don't care um, because I am single and ready to mingle. (laughs) No, I'm, uh, I'm single and I am so in love with my own life and how it's going that I am absolutely no good for a relationship right now. So nobody, nobody try to have a relationship with me because I cannot give you the time or the attention that you deserve with that. However, I'm all down for the sexy time. And another really bad thing is I am, I love to romance. So I love to romance people. I love to take them on dates and make them feel really special, but then that's it. So like I'll do it once, and I'll be like, "Hey, that was fun," and they'll be like, "Yeah, it is. When can we do it next?" And I'll be like, "Oh, gee, I'm so full on schedule. Like maybe, maybe six months from now."
1: So you want the first date feeling all the time?
0: Um, it doesn't have to be all like the first date feeling because any relationship I've had, like I've Anytime that I've gone out on a date, I've always made sure that it has that feeling all the time. So it's just more I like to make someone feel special. And I that's very reflective of my love language, too, because my love language, the way that I communicate love is through gift giving. So whether that is um, platonic, sexual, romantic, gift giving is the way that I communicate that,
1: hey, I care about you and I love you. Mine is physical touch and acts of service. Sorry. You're good. That's how I want people to love language to me. Yeah. I want you to cuddle me, squeeze my butt cheeks, and do the dishes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want... If I had a relationship, what I want is someone... The way that you could show me that you love me and care about me is letting me do my own thing... Um without putting your two cents on everything that I'm doing. So like with... Independence. Yeah, so like independence. So more or less just like trust that I care about you. Trust that I love you. Don't be clingy. Don't constantly be like with my... So like with my business and with my drag... And this goes back to what I was saying about I'm so in love with my life. Like I'm so focused on what I'm doing and where my life is going and what my goals are and achieving those goals, I am so focused on that that I quite simply do not have the energy, time, or room to give someone the attention that they deserve.
1: And for those of you who are wondering... Yes, Artemis, what about you? I am currently single. I'm not actively like looking for anything, but I'm open. Um, like I'm not quite in the boat where you are, where it's like, absolutely don't try anything with me. Um, for me, I'm just, my life is ever changing. Whatever happens, happens. Um, I'm kind of to a point where I don't think I'm really going to initiate a whole lot just because I have a lot of shit to focus on, Mm -hmm. but I'm open to whatever happens. And I am also down for the sexy time. Yeah. I'm all down for like, and
0: anyone that, (laughs) anyone that has seen me. Uh, tipsy at a bar or on that like the first level of drunkenness knows that I have absolutely no problem making out with the person that I just met that night and has been talking to that entire night making out with them and then leaving and never talking to them again
1: <laughs> I don't even know that motherfucker's first name <laughs> I felt so bad but I could tell you what he had for dinner
0: <laughs> my first kiss tastes like a ham and cheese sandwich and I will never forget it <laughs>
1: My first kiss tasted like Pepsi, because he burped in my mouth. That's gross. Anyway, guys, thank (laughs) you. (laughs) We'll save those stories for another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Poppers and Packers with Artemis Gray. And Ezra Prince. And as always, be sure to love your inner monster. And always remember, I am one round mound of sound. If you liked the podcast, tune in again. And if you didn't, go tuck yourself. Oh, do you want us to say that together? <laughs> I, I assumed. Okay, okay, laugh, wait, let's try it again. All right. If and- you liked what you heard, please tune it again. And if you didn't, go, go tuck, tuck yourself. yourself. <laughs> Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>